Hey, welcome to another weekly episode of Talks with Sarah No Socks, where we talk everything design, business, and humor related. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. Hello, we are here this week to talk about fun word art in Adobe Illustrator. Yes, that's right. My third <laughs> uh clip here in Illustrator. As you can tell, I do love it. So I have been designing a lot of these graphics. And if you haven't checked out my social media, you should go over and do that uh, at Sarah No Socks on Instagram. And you can see a lot of the word art that I've been playing around with. Now that word itself um, is triggering for some designers, but I don't know really any better way to describe it than word art. So most recently, I posted this image it was just a really fun um, way to say getting it wrong is part of the process, something I said the other day, and it is. It's just part of learning. And what I did was replace the lettering with some uh, blended spines. And so I'm going to show you in Illustrator how to do that now. Those of you listening along on the podcast, you're going to want to hop over to YouTube to see this in action, but I will do my best to describe it to you. So we're going to start with this image here that I'm showing, the image that is finalized. And what I've done in Illustrator is just opened up a new blank, <laughs> blank uh, artboard here. And I'm going to show you what it takes to recreate that. Now, the first thing you want to do in Illustrator is start with some sort of scripted text. So I am also a huge proponent of not using scripted fonts, uh, typography, and anything that you are going to be reading. So you want to stay away from headers and body paragraph that is scripted font. But for this purpose, you actually want a scripted font, and I'm going to explain why in just a second. So I've gone with Learning Curve here. Again, it's free through Adobe Illustrator and the Adobe Suite if you have that. If not, you can check out Google Fonts. There are tons of those as well. So you really want to come in and make this a very, very, very large image, and I'm going to tell you why in just a second. The next thing you want to do, all I did was type out the word text, and from there, you kind of want to enlarge it to almost the full size of the artboard. I'm using a 1080 by 1080, um, but certainly you could use whatever size you wanted. From there, what you're going to want to do, if you haven't already, some people do have this set as a default, um, is swap out your fill and stroke. So you don't want it to be filled, you just want it to be stroke. Um, and I, I tend to use black for the stroke. It's easy to see. You can use whatever color you would like. From there, what you're going to do is go up to type and you are going to want to change this to outlines. So this is a key step. And if you don't do this, you're going to um, have a lot of trouble because you'll end up deleting all of the work that you did. I've made that mistake why I tell you. So you're going to want to hit create outlines and now you just have an outline of your text. Perfect. So how do we create all of these cool graphics that we've seen? A lot of people I think assume that you can just go ahead and make a blended object and replace this uh, text or font that's already written out but you can't do that. You have to uh, go up and use the, the pen tool and create and you're gonna to wanna to be very careful here, but create paths within the type. 
And this is a little bit tricky. You can zoom in to make it easier on yourself and give you a little bit more space. It doesn't take too terribly long, um, but you get the idea. So we'll just do the T for the video purposes here and for those of you listening along on the podcast. And then I will show you how to how to fill this out. So that's the simple way to do it. It does take a little bit of time depending on how many words you have. The other word of caution I would use is, and we'll get into it in a second here, when you're using the blended tool, you gotta be careful that you have a lot of working memory on your computer and I will let you know why that is in just a second. So now we've got our, our inside traced T and you can go back and remove some of those points if it doesn't look so great but the great thing about this is it doesn't have to be exactly perfect because we're going to replace that spine anyway and it's going to have this fun cool kind of really neat pattern to it so once you have it the way that you like it go back to your direct select tool or your select tool and you're going to just select the outline of that T sometimes this can be a little bit tricky you're gonna to wanna to ungroup all of the text. I forgot to say that, this will make it a little bit easier. And then you just select the outline of the T and hit delete. Now we have the inside path that we traced and that's all that's left. Perfect, so there's step one and how you create that. Now to make this cool blended object. So you're gonna to wanna to go over to your shape tool and pick the ellipse and just do a very small circle, I mean, pretty small. Now, the bigger you make the circle, the larger the font will be, the, uh, the spine replacement, so you can go pretty big if you wanted to. And here's where you get to have a ton of fun with filling it. So I like to come over and look at some of these really cool gradients. You can look at the gems and jewels, the neutrals, pastels, spectrums, but I in particular really like the brights. So you're just going to want to pick a couple colors here and then what you're going to do is hold down your alt key, drag over a copy of that. We're going to fill that with another cool color. We're going to space it out a little bit more. So now you have two different circles. One's filled with a really funky blue gradient, the other one with a purple. Actually, I'm gonna make that pink just so that it's a little bit brighter. So, now that you have both of those, you're going to select them both. Oops, want to go back to your selection tool, hit shift and select both of them. Once you've done that, you come up to object and hit blend and go to blend options. Here is where not having a lot of running computer data will get you in trouble. So we're gonna to wanna to do specified steps. And I'll explain a little bit more in a minute about that. You wanna start out with about 200. The more steps you make, the smoother the line will appear. However, it will also drive a lot of um, memory on your computer. So if you have a lot of other programs running or you have an older laptop, um, you know, or you just don't have a lot of running memory, this is where you could come into some problems. So once you've done that, you go back to object blend and now we're going to make. So the first one was blend option. I'll repeat that and we picked specified steps at 200. Once we've done that, we're gonna come to blend and make. And now you can see we've got this really cool 
uh, blend between the two circles. So to replace this and have the T be this really cool line that we've made, you're first going to want to make a couple copies. So hold down your Alt key and just drag down and then Command D to duplicate a couple of those. Pick one of the paths using the top T here and pick one of your blended objects. Go back over to the object menu and hit blend replace spine. If you do not see replace spine, one of two things happened. You didn't create outlines from the beginning or you did use the pen tool and deleted them. So you're gonna wanna make sure that you followed those steps from the beginning. Now, as you can see, we can see kind of all of these uh, lines in here and that doesn't really look so great. So we don't like that, um, but we're gonna fix that in a second. We're going to do the bottom half of the T, the same thing, object, blend, and replace spine. Now, maybe you want the blend to be backwards so you can reverse the spine so that you kind of get some of these cool looking gradients going along. To eliminate a lot of the excess circles and give it a smoother appearance, you need to go back to blend and blend options. Here you can increase the steps significantly. So you can go up to 800 or 1000. You can click the preview button, it will show you what it looks like. So you can see on preview what it's going to look like. But remember, the more steps you have, the slower your machine will be. So just keep that in mind. So we're going to do that with the bottom of the T as well. Blend options. We're going to go up to 800. We can preview that and see what it looks like. Looks pretty good. Hit OK and all is well. Now, if perhaps we didn't like how this looked and we didn't want that outside stroke, you can go back and turn that off so you can get a little bit brighter appeal. So you can still edit this uh, when it's done. It's totally up to you. You can um, have a lot of fun with it, play around, and make some really, really cool things. All right, so that's using the blend tool and how to create the cool blended spine patterns that I have here. If you have enjoyed this, please don't forget to subscribe and review. And until next time, let me know if there's any other tips you need. Bye. Well, there you have it, another weekly episode in the bag. If you have not subscribed, please do that now. Subscribe, rate, and review. Share this with your friends, your family, anyone you think may benefit from this. If you're a visual learner, you can check me out now on YouTube. That's right, I finally have a YouTube channel. So if you want to see everything in action, I walk through the steps visually as well. So check me out there. You can always find me on social media, on Instagram, at Sarah No Socks. And better yet, if you need to hire me to help you do this for you, you can hire me at sarahnosocks.com. Check out my services pricing. I am booking clients for July and August, but things are filling up. So if you need any help, I would love to chat with you and see what I can help you with. Until next week, keep creating. Yay!